This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Today on Second Wind, I am so happy to introduce you all to Tammy Leader Fuller. And she has a mission to help women find purpose, kind of like what we do here on the podcast. She is an Emmy award-winning TV news producer who had a bunch of events happen to her, including two hospital stays of over seven weeks, about with gut health, an investment gone very awry, the loss of her mother, who was her co-founder and her business partner, and a devastating fire. And then in all of that, Tammy realized that having it all isn't having it all at all, as she says. So fast forward to today, and you can find Tammy with her daughter leading Camp Powerment for Women. It's a sleepaway camp-inspired, expert-led program built around play. And I'm so excited to share your story, Tammy. Thank you so much for being on Second Win the Podcast. Hi, Wendy. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's dive in because you've got a lot. And, you know, you you have this expertise of getting to the point. So we will go straight to that. What was that moment, that time, that thing, that shift where you were entering your second wind and, and you had to open up and do something new? First of all, I think we have a lot of lives that we are afraid sometimes to leave one and go into the other because our fear of failure. But I loved summer camp as a child. I always, my whole life was built around the idea of playtime and games and let's make everything fun. And so I was a summer camp obsessed child. And I knew that one day I wanted to be able to create this for grown women, had no, or people. I had no idea how that was going to happen. But I was a TV news producer for 34 years. I worked at the Today Show for almost 20. And I had come in contact with all of these incredible experts all these years. And I used to say to them, I'm coming back for you one day. We're going to give you a platform and you're going to be able to go and sell your wares and do what you do once you've been seen on the Today Show. And one day I am going to come back to all these women who had impressed and inspired me. And I'm going to ask you to pay it forward and share what you know. Didn't know what that meant. Didn't know how. You know, how we oh store stuff in our notes section of our phone and we don't know what we're going to do with it, but it was, it was a burning desire that I had had. And I had been working uh, at the, at this time in 2013, I was working at extra and entertainment TV show in Los Angeles. And every weekend it seemed, uh, and this was 2012, every weekend, a different celebrity was killing themselves or overdosing yeah. or doing something and they don't do it on Wednesdays. They do it on Saturday nights. And I was always in charge on the weekends. And so every oh my gosh. come in and go, okay, who did what to themselves? Self-destructive. And what is wrong with this world? Like, why can't we appreciate who we are, what we have and embrace it and, and know that every one of us was built to do something. And 
I wanted to help people help find their purpose and assemble all of these experts that I had collected and decided to create and produce, because that's what I did so well, a program for women initially. Now we do it for companies, for men, for groups, for everybody, but built around the, to help them find their purpose, built around the power of playtime. When you can let your guard down and laugh and be silly, which as we grow up and get stuck with mortgages and life and parenting and taking care of aging parents and all of those things, we sometimes forget who we are inside and how important it is to just unplug, let go and be silly and fun. And so at that moment, it was the week that Corey Monteith, the guy from Glee, had Mm -hmm. passed away. And as I was sitting there on one more Sunday going, there's so much great news happening here. And this is my lead story every week. We're having you know, these, these people who seemingly have everything just going, this, I can't do this and, and literally dying. I thought it was when Corey Monteith died of suicide, or maybe it was drugs. I don't remember. It was like, that's it. I cannot do this anymore. There has to be more like, well, how can we help the world? How can we help people? And I knew that I had this arsenal of brilliant, inspiring experts who had impressed me over decades. And so I just started to gather them and say, Hey, I need you. I'm going to put something, I'm going to produce something that is going to help people learn, connect and grow in the spirit of community because we need each other so badly right now. And can you help? And every single one of them came through. And then even though you didn't even know what help was really going to look like. Well, I knew. So I started, my mom and I started looking at kids' summer camps to rent in the off season. Because in the summer, I mean, in the winter and the fall and spring, what do you do with those camps? Most of them were sitting empty. So we found this magnificent place in Malibu and said, what do we need to do to rent this? And uh, it turned out we needed to be a nonprofit. We had already started a nonprofit because we knew when we started this, we wanted to help deserving women who couldn't get there come to this. So we finalized that and we uh, just started producing these weekends that were led by a dozen experts. And I worked with them to help hone their craft, to be able to make it a highly interactive experience out in nature to help women step outside of their life, kind of look at it from 30,000 feet and go, what do I want to be when I grow up? I know there's more to life than what I'm doing right now. And that is what led me to my second wind and what has helped us open the door for thousands and thousands of women and men and groups and companies to what we say, reignite their life. Or really, it's a restorative program to help people see who they are from a, through a different lens and to connect with others who can help them get to where they're going, even if they're not quite sure yet where that is. It's so second wind in a weekend. Mm-hmm. It's total <laughs> And people come... You know, we Oprah wrote about us and blew us up in 2013. When Oprah writes about you, it was literally 250 words in one of her lists of 50 things that make you say, wow. And, you know, when Oprah says this is really cool, people just start to come. And then the Today Show profiled us. And then we got all of this incredible media coverage because the stories of the women and the people who were showing up were remarkable. Because even if you're going to go away for a weekend to a holiday, to a hotel, to a wherever You've got distractions like Netflix, like room service, like whatever, oh, you know, this yeah. is how women stay in cabins and, uh, you know, it's rustic. We, we sort of push them to the edge of their comfort zones in a good way, but you become, there's a bonding that happens when you make yourself a little uncomfortable and it opens you up 
to this program that we've created where we allow people, we invite them to go deep through the help with experts. We don't do this, uh, you know, I don't, I don't do the programming. We, I bring in the people who I know either are thought leaders, TED talkers, game changers, best-selling authors, women who are really outstanding in their fields. And I work with them to create an interactive experience. So everybody who's there feels like they're talking to me and dealing with what I'm doing. So it's, people have told us it's like, you know, 20 years of therapy in a weekend. And it's not, it's not therapy though. It's the power that therapy has to help people connect and see I'm not alone. I'm not the only one. Right. Oh, that's so cool. That's right. Cause summer camp, think about it. That you're a kid and you are most vulnerable then no one's there to save you or, 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 you know, help you. If you don't know how to answer something, you've got to look within and you've got to have that within you to get out there and do it. And when you do it, you're so happy. Well, when you're a little kid and, you know, I was very privileged to be able to go away to a summer camp. I was from Miami. I went in the Northeast and I went year after year and I lived for it because I felt like it was the only place I could ever be who I wanted to be without my parents telling me who they thought I should be. And I could discover things that, uh, you know, with other people my age who had some, some had similar backgrounds, some did not, but it really helped me appreciate what I grew up with and what I knew. And I always knew that by being this, I found myself every summer, I found a new side of myself that was out of my story. And I did that with the help of, of my people, my friends that to this day have still, they're still, you know, my camp friends still come to Camp Howerman every year. They, how you said your friends still come and you're still in camp with them. We are. And, you know, and my mom, who was a college professor who taught journaling and she was all about legacy she came in and said, I want people to start writing. And, you know, a lot of people said, I'm not a writer. I'm not a good writer. And she helped people understand that like your story is your story and it doesn't matter. And you can rewrite it at any time. It's up to you. You know, anybody who is not living the life they want to be in, they, it's their fault. Basically. Um, you, you know, every single one of us, every single person on this planet that I know who wants to make their life better, who is looking for their purpose, has expertise to share and is an expert at something, whether it's because their child fought an illness, whether it's because they experienced some kind of horrible loss, whether it's because they got to the top and and fell. Uh, You know, my motto is crash, burn, rise, repeat, because we are going to crash, we are going to burn, we are going to step up and rise. And then it's going to happen again. But if we can draw on the resilience that we learned and earned through hardship, it's going to help us tackle the next challenge. And for those of us, who, which is everyone, who have been through something challenging, it's why they say youth is wasted on the young. But we work with experts who help people bring out the best in who they are and surrounded by people whose lives they would ordinarily never cross in the real world. Right. Right. And that's the key. We have three rules at camp. The first one is you cannot say what you do for a living for the first 24 hours because after oh, that's that, awesome. Because people then get a preconceived notion about someone and make assumptions, right? Well, we're defined by our jobs or our work or what we do or, right. you know, I mean, and it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, oh, she went, she was in the Olympics or she was a this, or she was the president of this. None of it matters to our right. soul. Our soul came in here the way it was. And it's, it's up to us to develop that so that we can give back to the world a little bit of what we've taken. And so I believe 
so much that we as women, especially, but people, men, companies, groups, organizations, if we could find our people and find our common bonds that we can really connect around, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to, to feel weak sometimes. It's okay to lean back and know, trustful, and know that you're going to be supported. And everything we do at Camp Powerment, from the workshops to the circles, to the um, to the ropes courses, to the fun and silly games, to the competitive scavenger hunts, which gets really serious, to the <laughs> karaoke sessions, to the dress-ups, to all the fun, silly stuff. We are all in it together and we are for each other, especially because we don't have anything in common. With- yeah, no titles to, to hang on. What's the second rule? Uh, the second rule is what happens in the circle stays in the circle. And that is, so workshops are interactive and everybody gets paired up and it's not, we don't do, our experts don't lecture. They, uh, they, they really invite people to be part of the conversation. They share some of their knowledge, but then it's, we get paired in groups and then you apply whatever it is. If it's how to have hard conversations, let's say, come to the, come to this workshop with an idea of what conversation you need to have that you're not having. Come learn from an expert, a psychologist, a doctor, a coach, a, uh, you know, an expert in any field. Uh, how, you know, how to apply and how to really have those conversations if you want to clear out to bring new good stuff in. And then they pair you up and give you a really challenging prompt to work with a few other people. And it allows you then to work through whatever it is that is messing with your head and Mm -hmm. get feedback from others. And there's that feeling of, wow, yeah, me too. But I have never told anyone that my husband cheated on me because I was of it. But when somebody else says my husband cheated on me or my partner cheated on me, you all of a sudden, we as women want to help. We go, oh, let me tell you about what happened to me. And you can learn from my mistakes. And so that that happens a thousand times a day when you have 150 people at a camp. It's unbelievable. The micro communities that are built around the idea of our commonalities and the struggles that we have to just kind of make it through. This is about thriving. It's not about surviving. Yeah. And you're probably getting information from experts that you would have never sought out because it would have never occurred to you to do so. Well, because so what's we, 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 we only deal right now with the stuff that's on fire, right? Nobody deals with, if you've got a pain in your elbow, you're not going to the doctor until you can't move your arm and you can't drive. Right. Which this is, is what we do. We have so yeah. many things right now that we're dealing with because of the nature of the way the world is today that we only deal with the stuff that is, that is burning. And right. We really, really believe that if you could torch the stuff that you that you've carried with you because you thought or you were told once that, you know, I, I had a friend from camp who told me I didn't look good in red. I didn't wear red for 30 years. And when I ran into her, I said, you know, I said, you're not going to believe this, but I haven't worn red since you told me I look terrible in red. She's like, oh, did I tell you that? I was just jealous because I liked your boyfriend and I didn't want you wearing oh, that red shirt. My and for 30 years, I believed I didn't look good Isn't in that red. Crazy? That's crazy. But as kids, you know, when you're five years old and you're with your family at the beach, it's very easy to go up to another kid and say, hey, can I play with you? Or, and, and you sit right. and you all day. When you become a preteen or an adolescent, we get all of these stories in our head that we're not good enough. We're not cool enough. We're not smart enough. So we withdraw and we tell ourselves we don't belong there. Guess what? We belong anywhere we want to be. And we can all teach and learn from each other. And what we do at Camp Powerman is we create the space in beautiful nature. Nature has so much to do with it. And we provide the experts and we provide the curriculum and the fun and the games that are wrapped around the deep diving stuff. So just when you start to really crack and get vulnerable, we'll play. 
And then once you're having fun, then we go back into the deep dive. And it is unbelievable how much you can release and let go of when Mm -hmm. you don't feel judged because these people are not going to tell anyone. They don't know your people and they just want to support you. Yes. How about number three? What's your third rule? Uh, Number three is... um, Oh, drinking. We only, we, we allow you to have happy hour and we'll give you a glass of wine to max, but we do not, this is not a place where you come to do drugs. Party. It's right. not a party thing. We're, we're doing work. We'll give you a, a glass of wine to reward you, but we are very vigilant about that. If you know, we make it very clear up front, this is not a place to come and be wasted. If you do that at home, knock yourself out good for you, but this is about therapeutic rejuvenation for your soul. I love it. I love it. But this is not, I mean, people right now listening, not knowing your story would think, oh, she was this TV producer. Oh, she had all this money. Oh, she just decided one day I'm going to do this camp. And that's not, that is not. And then she had all these fabulous people she could call on because she had worked with them. It all, you know, it looks very pretty with a little bow on it and it worked out great. And that is not how it went down because anything worth having, you got to work for and when you were telling me your story, I had, I mean, I was like, and, and what, and how, and w- so give us a little bit of your story leading up to that. So we do know that you were dealing with, you know, you had, had produced, you had, you'd been running ragged. It's not an easy job. It's not nine to five and all cute and lunch hours when you want and you go out and eat dinner and, and come oh, back. No, I worked with Katie Couric for many, many years. Like we busted our chops and we yeah. worked super hard. I was in Beirut in the middle of a civil war. I've been in the fall. Like I, I've covered plane crashes. We've been in the White House covered. You know, it, it's very intense yeah. and very, you know, it's different than journalism is today. I'm very happy to be out of it. But Yes, that that pace was really um, it was it was tail chasing and it was exhausting. And I yeah, did it's go time. It's go time all the time. Exactly. And once it, I had a, I'm a single mom. And so I had to I got divorced at 40 and I knew that I needed to keep doing what I was doing in order to get my kids to college. Once I got them into college, I said, OK, I'm done. That thing happened with the Hollywood stuff. And I thought there's got to be more to life. Like, I feel like my life is I'm not giving back. And you feel like you were chasing your own tail, your own life. Like, what am I ending up with? My kids are going to college. I've done, I've made the mommy move. I've gotten them to college. Now what? Did you have that moment? The now what? Absolutely. We all have that moment. Now what? Mm -hmm. Okay. We're here. And how, what, what's going to get us happy? And what does that even mean? Right. No, but so I just, I just started to dream a lot. I started with a vision board. I created a vision Did you board. start with a vision board? I with a vision board. I know that's so cliche, but I just started cutting out pictures. I thought, how am I going to get out of where I am? And it was, I'm making too much money to leave. Right, and, right. And I can't really do that. And I haven't really set myself up for retirement. And then I thought, my soul is bleeding. It is dying here. And it was a great job. And I worked with amazing people. And it was what many people aspire to, to get to the top of that food chain. And in Hollywood, if you're into that, it was really Cool. I realized at the time, especially as I watched all these people self-destruct, I thought yeah. there has to be more. There has to be more. And because of the nature of what I had done, I had access to all of these game changers. And I just started to call them. And once my mom and I found this place in Malibu, it was a rustic camp that hadn't been used in quite a while. Uh, I said, let's just do this. Sometimes you have to just, just do try it. it. 
But you can't quit your job and just go, I have a dream. I have an idea. I'm going to do that. That's a good point, Tammy. I am so glad you said that because right now, if you look anywhere on the internet and Instagram and all these places, they're like saying, here, come do my manifestation course. Come do this and change your life forever. You can be a millionaire. You can do this. You (laughs) throw money at me and I'll make sure you get to where you need to be. And I have yet to see that come to fruition. It is not about that. It is about doing the work and taking the leap of faith. And you did that. You took the leap of faith, but you kept your sanity about you and said, but I still have bills to pay. Right. I kept my job. But what I did is I I straddled uh, my dream. I worked on it nights and weekends. So I created this vision board and I invite anybody to do that. It's a blank piece of paper and you can start thumbing through pictures, magazines, you can doodle, you can do whatever, but if you can start to dream about where would I, if I had a Saturday or a Sunday with absolutely no responsibilities and nothing to do, what would I want to be doing? And if you can, mm. that, maybe it's gardening, maybe it's antique shopping, maybe it's exercising, maybe it's visiting, uh, playing with animals at a shelter, like whatever it is that your heart draws you to when you have nothing else to do and that oh, it makes you relax. Cooking is a big one for me. It's my arts and crafts, but I go into a zone when I'm, when I'm doing that. And yeah, that's, when, that's when I dream. And when I'm able to dream and pinpoint it, what I have learned is you can't get to where you're going. If you don't know where that is, you don't have to know the how you just have to know the, what, what do I want to be doing? What do I want my life to be looking like? And I, th- I go through the course of, all right, I want to wake up and I want to do this. And then I want to do this. And then I want to, you know, when I think about my future, I, I know I dream about sitting in a park somewhere in Colorado with my grandkids on a Sunday morning and my kids are off skiing or doing whatever. And I am there with my friends who are my college girlfriends with their grandkids. And then we oh, just, wow. you know, and we play and we have fun and we get silly and we, you know, and, and then, you know, we cook a big feast around, you know, a community table and we hang and we share and we play games and we do really fun stuff. And we watch old home videos of all the kids. And, and so when I think about that, it's so simple. It's very different from the life I lived before, but I know that if I could just dream it and know that that's my end goal, I don't know how I'm going to get there. I just know that I got to start working on this now to make the plans. You cannot, I had this dream of Camp Powerment. I had done this. I had written a book with five other women in uh, 2005 and launched the idea of this camp thing. And then we needed to eat. We didn't really, you know, so I took right. this big time in LA and, but it kept coming to me that I, there's got to be more. And I just went, I just went and created something that I was looking for that didn't exist. So what I started to do though, is I started to spend my, I did the vision board and on this vision board, I just started cutting out pictures of Girl, little girls jumping into a lake, holding hands, eating. Oh, those were, those were the pictures you were drawn to, huh? Interesting. I was drawn to ch- childhood glee and play. And then I thought, and then I thought, but camp was so rustic and whatever. Wouldn't it be cool? I started to cut out pictures of like gorgeous trees with these chandelier lights in them. And then I started mm. to, to cut out things like Oreo cookies and then, and, and yoga. I wasn't even doing yoga, but I just wanted that peace and calm that came uh. from beautiful yoga pictures. And at one point I literally cut, um, cut out a picture of like bars that were almost like prison bars. Cause I felt like I, I was making myself a prisoner in my life and I didn't have mm-hmm. to like break free. And I started to cut out little sayings and just put them around And every single day for a year where I, in my bathroom, where I got ready, where I put on my makeup, where I blue dry my hair. I looked at that vision board and I dreamt if not for 30 seconds every day and went one day. 
I am not going to have to bear, bear the commute of Los Angeles and I'm going to create something that has never, ever been done before. You know, and of course my inner critic was like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, oh, you yeah. think, if it was, if it was doable, somebody would have done it before you. And the real truth is I went looking for a place that didn't exist. So I thought, I guess I got to create it myself. And I had no idea. My mom and I dreamt and we just said, let's have about this and let's try this. And it was a lot of experimentation. And what I've learned is, you know, if you build it, they will come. Ah, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, I'll never forget the day we went on Facebook. I think it was 2013. And I went, we have no followers. And one of I called a friend, I go, can you please be our first follower? And you know what? And it was like, you gotta start somewhere. I'm pretty sure and, I did the same thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to start this podcast. Um, could you please like it? <laughs> yeah. Could you please listen for 10 minutes? One, but what I learned one, but I, what I learned is that all of my friends started to come. They wanted to come and be a part of it. And they're like, wow, we didn't know that we could really disconnect like that. And I didn't even know I needed to be dealing with that. And I didn't even right. know that I didn't feel worthy because of X, Y, Z. And it wasn't my fault, you know, and, right. Right. and you just have these aha moments that happen in your life sometimes that you cannot trace back to. You don't know where they came from or why they happen, but they lead you down a path. And so the beautiful part we have had we've had 25 weekend retreats. We've had about 15 corporate and uh, group retreats we've done. Uh, we're now online. So that's a whole crazy thing. I'm going to tell you a little bit about resilience because I believe that we are who we are at our darkest times. And it's what we learn from that, that helps us rise like the Phoenix from the ashes and literally and figuratively, we work tirelessly. We didn't have a marketing budget. We didn't spend any money. It was all word of mouth and a lot of media in uh, attention that we got because we were doing something so novel and unique. And about and in the fall of 2018, we were finally, finally cresting. We finally got to a point where we had had more people than we ever had. We had a waiting list. We had 160 people. We were headed up to Malibu. It was November 9th of 2018. And we, I, we bring a whole team, uh, that helps us set up and run this. We run this thing like a, like a television production, really. Uh, Tammy, were you still working at this point? Uh, no, at this point, no, no. I quit my job in 2013 after the Oprah thing kind of blew it up. And I gave my my bosses, I love them. They gave me their blessing. I gave them three months notice and said, I'm going to go do this. And we, it was a slow build because we, as I said, we didn't have anything but word of mouth. And people started to come, they started to come back, they started to come back. And we were on our 20th 20th camp, I think. We had done 17 in Malibu. We were in the Poconos. We were in the Catskills. We were in uh, North Carolina. We had been all over California, Northern California, Southern California. And uh, we're up there setting up. And all of a sudden, uh, the winds start kicking up crazy. And something, my new spidey senses said, we got to get off this mountain. We were 800 feet above, you know, and everybody knew we were there. You know, the people that owned the camp knew we were there, but something just told me that it was so windy that if a branch snapped, we were going to get stuck up there. And we were, oh yeah, we were waiting for 160 people. uh, And all of a sudden I just was like, we got to get down. I called the camp down below and said, we're coming down. We're going to sleep there. They had a camp, summer camp there. We're going to sleep there and we'll come back the next morning. We just don't want to get stuck up here. It's just so windy. And once it took us a very long time to get down. We caravaned about 15 cars. There were 22 of us. We mm. finally got down. The wind was, it was like Wizard of Oz. And uh, we finally got down there and it was much calmer down below. And we were kind of having fun. Somebody had just gotten engaged and we were toasting her with our bug juice. And we, uh, and, and all of a sudden the police came in and said, 
everybody has to be out of here in 10 minutes and everybody who is not, there's fires now raging. They're raging on the other side of the 101. And if you, anybody who's not going to leave, give us your name because we're not coming back for you. Oh my gosh. So here, talk about, you know, (laughs) being a fearless leader. I was freaking out, but I was very calm because I was a news person and went, okay, you're going here. You're going to sleep at this person's house. We dispersed everybody and said, we'll be back at six in the morning. We're going to hop on a call at six in the morning, regroup, and we'll come back. And we left that camp with everything set up as if we were coming back in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, every, and and we had a storage facility up there as well. And the, by the next day, 12 hours later, the place was decimated, burned to the ground in the Malibu fires. And we lost everything we owned. But worse, or actually better, we got really lucky timing-wise. If it had happened 24 hours later and we had 160 people. Oh, on my it, gosh. Yeah. I don't even know what, what would have happened. But. We started calling people at 11 at night when we realized the fires were not stopping. And we people were getting on planes at four in the morning from the East Coast. No one had heard of Malibu fires. And we um, and we, we halted it. And, and for those people who had been here and for those people, who, we had about 30 or 40 who had flown in and a lot of local people. We just did a little thing the next day. We gathered everybody. We brought one of our experts who was this incredible DJ sound practitioner. And we, we just realized how blessed we were. And it was tense when we realized we had lost everything. Uh, Our community rallied together and said, we're going to, we said, we're done. This is, this was, this is the universe telling us we did what we needed to do. It's time to move on. And the next day we were uh, part of a GoFundMe campaign started by, pushed by our campers. And in two weeks we raised, they raised $70,000. Oh my gosh. Who does that? Because all your equipment, like all your stuff, everything and everything was gone, everything. And so we thought, okay, I guess we're not going to, I guess we're not done. And yeah, you thought it had run its course and you were like, all right, on to the next. I did what I was supposed to do. And now you're being pulled back. Right. And the universe is saying, no, 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 no. Well, I got really sick because I started to like, imagine I was having dreams every night. What if? this had happened 24 hours later. And what, like, how would we have gotten everybody down? And I started to think about the enormity of the responsibility I was taking on a really fun thing that I thought was really cool. I mean, we had insurance that didn't end up coming through. So I got sick. That's what happened. I didn't know that I ended up with a hole in my colon from the stress and from the not sleeping. And I ended up in the hospital for six weeks and then my mom got sick and then she passed away. And then I thought, oh my goodness, I, I don't know what we're, are we doing this? Like she was we, your partner. She like is your, your backbone and getting you going for this and keeping yes. you. Yes. And I'm on her deathbed, she said to me, we're not done. You're not done. I helped you as much as I could from here. But when I get to the other side, this thing is going to blow up because the world needs you. Please don't wow. stop. And uh, so wow. I. So at that point, I decided I was taking going to take a few months off, and we were just going to put everything going to put everything on hold for a bit. And then COVID hit, and when COVID hit, our community who had rallied together, and you know, our community is about fifteen thousand people, kept bombarding us with emails. Please, we're about to go into this quarantine thing. This could last a few weeks. Ha ha ha. And mm. I want to stay connected to my camp friends. Can we do some of these circles, and can we do some of these programs online? Again, the universe planting people and ideas right in front of you. So you would have to, here's the next flagstone for you. Right. Right. What we exactly, but what was different about what we do is everything we do is hugely interactive. So whoever's in the room, whether you're in a Zoom room or whatever, you matter there. You could, there could be five people, there could be 500 people. 
we, they're expert led pro. So we started with these expert led programs that really had to do with connection. And so the experts would come, they would teach, they would share. It would be a fun. There would always be playtime interacting on zoom, silly stuff. You know, we did scavenger hunts. We put people together in breakout rooms. We started to do all of these amazingly fun and inspiring and deep connective activities as we, and so we shared the pandemic together. There were so many of us who were by ourselves. And so to be able to log in every day and connect with your people and really learn and grow and connect in a way that could elevate you when this thing was over, you know, it, it, it changed the game for us and it changed the game for our people. And it became, and we were doing 14 programs a week live. It was insane. Okay. So you also, I mean, that's a lot of work. And you, I mean, you, how did you come up with all the, the material for this? Like that's a lot. I've been a producer for 35 years. I have a really great, some people have a good sense of direction. I have a good sense of understanding what people are talking about now, just because as a news person, I was, that was sort of my job. Mm -hmm. And so I would, I talked to a lot of people and I would find there was this common thread of whatever it is we were going through. And I thought, you know, we got, we would get specific. We did everything from dealing with our aging parents at a time we couldn't see them to uh, trying to parent our kids, to trying to navigate relationships that we didn't know were so tenuous because we Mm. all went our separate ways. And we all, when everybody hunkered down, we started to really need to learn how to have better communication and how to have more fun and how to take the lessons we're learning. And, you know, when you're in, so the idea is when you're sitting around the table with your family doing a puzzle, how about here's some prompts you want to, you want to start with to get conversations going. So we did a lot of journaling. We did a lot of, um, of sound healing and yoga things, but not the stuff where a, lec- a lecturer or an expert comes in and says, let me tell you what to do and listen to me and take notes. It's all about, again, whoever's in the room matters. So everybody in these digital programs, we get there. Last night we did a program called, well, we did one the day before yesterday called What's Your Word for 2022? And we Ooh. had two who are obsessed with that. And they took us through a process, not just like, what are you thinking about? And do you need to calm down? And is that your thing? No, we went through a process that they had worked together and formulated that they teach on how to devise a, a, an experience or a word that you want to live and you know have be your mantra for the following year. But it wasn't just like, Oh, I'm stressed out. So I need to become not that we went through a process. Mm -hmm. We broke into these breakout rooms. We shared the reasons why we came out with completely different ideas of words and concepts. that we didn't even know we should be looking for. And it was like, boom, boom, light bulb off, light bulb, light bulb. And to share with each other and to collaborate, everybody works together because we really are better together. But right now everybody is in survival mode and it's like, we're all the same. We're all just want to give back to the world that seems to be crumbling around us. What can we offer? And in the offering is where you receive and grow and boom, you can go share what you know with others, whether it's your church group, your PTA, whatever, go find your people, go find your communities, take what you've learned, figure out what floats your boat, what makes you happy, what you were put on this earth to do and share it. We have waited long enough for your little inner critic to tell you you're not good enough and you have to write that book first or you have to go do something big first. No, what you have to do is get comfortable in your skin with what you love and become an expert at what you know better, 
What do your friends come to you for? What do people come to you for? That's your thing. So find yeah. your thing. We have a, an amazing expert named Andrea Quinn who shared an acronym that I have borrowed from her and it's called What's Your Pioma? And Pioma stands for Pull It Out of My Ass. <laughs> what do you know better than anybody else that you are an expert in, that people come to you for, that you don't have to Google, that you know so well? What do you share with people who, you know, someone says, you you talked about your Lyme disease. My first thought was, well, who do I know who who has Lyme or who can do something with Lyme? And, and, and that's how we grow and learn. When we hold things in and when we retreat, uh, we're stuck. We need each yeah. other. We have never needed each other more. And to be in community, no matter what your community is, uh, is so important right now to be able to gather strength from each other to understand we're better together. Our thing is about playtime because if you can make it fun and not so serious and intense, you can really laugh about, again, look at your life from 30,000 feet and go, wait, that's so dumb. Like I should, <laughs> or wow, that's brilliant. Why did I not pursue that? Why didn't like, I do that? Exactly. So we have to stop beating ourselves up and know that like, this is the moment we have been waiting our whole lives for. This is the the world needs us. Every one of us has something to give to each other and to our people. And until we start sharing that knowledge and really growing together, we're never going to be happy. We're never going to find the joy that we continually chase. And we are never going to sit back and go, wow, this was a beautiful life. Well lived. Mm, That's, that's the goal. That is the goal. And you, you had your mom by your side to do this with you. You also brought your daughter in. Yes. So my daughter, who is 33, is now my boss. She's the CEO. She is brilliant. She started working at Tom's Shoes when they first started with their give back program. And she then worked for a big advertising agency in New York and is is a strategic brand marketing person, which I'm not. I'm I'm old. And she is of that generation where she completely has a different understanding. And she actually brought in a lot of her people and her age, when we started this 10 years, almost 10 years ago, they were in college and their friends used to come and be like the counselors. And we started oh. to the intergenerational part of what we do. It could be the most valuable thing of all, because where we don't have friends that are not our age. We may have child, our children's friends who come and hang out and have coffee with us before they go out. But this is an opportunity for the younger generations to really see what life's going to look like in 20 years, not just the way they saw their family model look. Mm-hmm. And the intergenerational side of this is the insight that we can learn from the youngins is probably greater than what they can learn from us. We had a crazy thing happen in the beginning of one of our camps. My mom was doing a circle and there were a lot of the younger girls in it. And the circle was talking about growing, you know, transforming as you grow older. And one of the women said, you know, I have two more years until my youngest kid goes to college and then I'm out. I'm done with my marriage. I've been, you know, it's just not what I need. It's not what I want. And one of the girls stood up and said, I lived in a family where my parents didn't love each other. And I don't know what love even looks like. So leave now. Do like find yourself. She said, I am gone. I'm worried that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life because I don't even know what that looks like. And that was that moment we went, wow. This woman, this 45-year-old woman who was really holding on for the sake of her children learned, it was almost like her child, this, this message from the universe came out of the mouths of babes to say, 
if you're not happy, ain't no one going to be happy. So get yourself to a place where you're proud of who you are so that we as your children can learn from that as opposed to the scarcity. It's about abundance and there's plenty for everyone. Everyone, there's enough. There's enough for all of us. And, you know, people say all the time, oh, you can't talk, you know, this one does kind of what you do. So, you know, like you're in competition and women in the past used to really be competitive with each other. So we were our own worst enemy and, and we have Mm -hmm. created this magical utopic world, which even for a couple of days or online, we can do it. We do it, you know, three times, four times a week now. And we have learned that we, if we can feel connected to something bigger than ourselves and we can contribute to that, our life is, is, you know, is being lived well. Gosh. Okay. And so you have all ages go. Your daughter is now in charge of all this, which is amazing. That's so cool. I'd love to work with my daughter, but then I'd have to be a tennis pro and that won't work. (laughs) But, um, how do you keep, I mean, you, you got knocked down more than once health wise. I mean, before that, the fire, your mother dying, then COVID and everything had to shift and change. If you had a mantra or something, or do you have a mantra that keeps you going every day? Cause we have days like you're helping your father right now. Like you're a busy woman. Right. So you're a caregiver. You're also in charge of making sure everybody gets what they need in your camps and keeping all the experts happy and coming. Like, what do you do for you? What keeps you going? This keeps me going. Uh, this online thing has saved me during COVID because I was alone. I had moved from LA to Philadelphia, but every day I found my people and I got to connect with them and we got to do really fun things. Yesterday we did an Instagram live. We do a ritual. We're very, we're all about rituals. And we, we did a ritual that's been in our family for dozens of years where we write down all the things at the end of the year that don't serve us and we burn them in a bonfire. So so yesterday, all the things that, that don't serve you. Yes. Yeah, okay. So we made lists and we were live and people were writing in what they wanted us to burn for them. And so, and so that to me, that was the highlight of my day yesterday. Yes, it was work. And then we did a, 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 a circle last night called what if all goes right, which was a really fun exercise that everybody I'm writing all this down. Oh God, every, uh, oh my gosh, COVID and, and, and pandemic and whether, you know, and, and everybody came in and what if all goes right. And, and we enabled each other to dream. And I thought, I can't believe that that was, I spent two hours yesterday. That was two hours of my work day, recharging my own batteries, not even realizing that everything we put in, we're getting back tenfold and watching other people grow and learn and play and share and be together. We've created these micro communities that are now often running on their own. They come back once a year for camp, usually we have a very high 55% return rate because wow. people tell us there's nothing else like it in the whole world. And it's where my people are. And it's how I become the best version of me without any judgment. So we have been able to now translate that to online. And for $39 a month, you can be part of, you can you know do 12 of these sessions if you want. And they're everything from Oh my goodness, today we're doing uh, intention setting. It's not what you think with Caitlin Peterson, who is a psychotherapist and a hypnotherapist as well. Tomorrow, oh, wow. tomorrow we're doing um, you know, a, a big meditation for manifesting for, for next year with Ann Sussman of the Mindfulness Meeting Place. She's an incredible meditation teacher. 
Uh, Sunday, we're working with a, an amazing astrologer, Leslie McGurk, who's doing astrological predictions for 2022. And what Which is how I found you, because Leslie was on the podcast and said, oh, you need to talk to Tammy. She's the yeah. best. She is. She is. She's amazing. So I'm signing up. I mean, and then Tuesday, we're doing Change Your Energy, Change Your Vibration with best-selling author of a book called Dethroning Your Inner Critic, Joanna Kleinman. Uh, and then we're doing Friday, we're doing with a woman who was a former fitness editor of Prevention Magazine, Michelle Stanton. She's doing exercises for women over 40, what you need to know and what you should not be doing. So a lot of it is how-to and basics. And then we do breath work and we do yoga nidra and we do uh, a milestone circle every month where people come in and share where, where was I last month? Where am I now? And mm-hmm. they come and they share and they bond and there's a connectivity, which we are craving, not so much for our people who are in our world every day, but for the people who have no judgment, who support us, who want, even if we don't know them, we know we've had that camp experience. So we know that energetically, we're all looking for our next chapter. How do we find it? And how can we help each other get there? That's what Camp Powerman is about. It's like, it's like, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, it's like you take what I'm doing with the podcast, which I'm introducing people and sharing the story of why the hows, and then you take it the next step of, okay, now do it. Now put it into play. And then our experts take it to the next level because most of us need help in some area or another. As I said before, we have to deal with what's on fire. So we bring in a dozen experts to these weekends. We do fancy camps for those of you, for people who are not, who are not into like the the rustic stuff. We we go to this incredibly very high-end fancy spa uh, motivated um, luxury guest ranch. We do. Uh, you know, we do a lot of stuff for, with our nonprofits and with other nonprofits, we do these, what we call classic camps and kids summer camps. But what we've learned is that we, we bring experts. And so when you have an issue that you need to deal with, what do you do? You call a friend, it's word of mouth. You hear who, you know, who can help me with blah, blah, blah. And then you invest time and you invest money and you spend two or three sessions with somebody and you're like, well, I really like them. Or they're really not my people, but you're already in it. So you leave. This gives people an opportunity to sample what these experts are about. Everything from getting rid of toxic people to learning how to, you know, the alchemy of joy to anti-racist programming and how we can be better humans when we didn't even know Mm. what we were doing. We do. Oh my goodness. We have so many offerings on so many ways to connect. And so you get a sampling. So you get to then look at and connect with these experts. And if you want to do more work with them, these experts give you an opportunity to come and work with them either in groups through Camp Powerment or one-on-one. So if you're seeking something and you don't know what it is, it's a beautiful way to come spend a weekend, disconnect, to reconnect with who you are and what you want to be when you grow up, guided by these experts who can show you. And if you connect with them, they are now your person who can help you get to where you're going. We all need somebody pushing us. And this is a really great way to sample and look around and go, that person is my person. They speak my language. I can relate to that. I'm signing up for whatever it is they're doing. I need this now. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So how, how do people find you? What are the ages of this camp anyway? So, so you have to be 21 because we do serve wine. So it's right. 21 to 85, if you can imagine. My mom when she passed away was really our oldest camper. Well, we have a lot of women in their seventies even, but so we go anything from women coming out of college to like, what do I do next? And the mentorship that happens too, because when you let your guard down and you're really 
connecting with people on that level, you become friends. So all of these young kids have gotten really phenomenal opportunities for growth with some of their camp people. And so that's the young, that's the 20 something. So we have a lot of young moms who are coming. We had one of our campers uh, really struggle with postpartum depression and she came to our camp and in one of my reinvention workshops, really just started to see that what she went through, she was not alone. She started something called the Medicated Mommy. uh, And she started this movement of young women um, who are, you know, young moms who were dealing with that. That was on Instagram. Yes. And so, and then she now has a huge community and a whole following. And she spun off into her own thing. And we haven't seen her in a couple of years, but we love her so much because we watched her grow from this to that. Now she's brought a lot of people and there's a whole contingent. She's from Charlotte and through her networking and some other networking, we have a very large contingent right now in Charlotte, North Carolina. How did that happen? But they tell their friends, they tell their friends and their friends, they come home recharged and their friends are like, I don't know what happened to you, but give me some of that. I want some of that. And that's how we have grown really with nothing. It's taken, we're going into year nine. We're now doing a lot of stuff with companies and organizations because they come to us and say, both online and in, you know, in person, but they come to us and say, our people don't even know each other, or we need some strategies for whatever it is. We worked with a big real estate group recently. They did their own little things, but everything else we created and we helped them bond. And I think if they knew what it was going to be, they might not have come because we don't take the time for ourselves unless we think it's going to help us professionally or do something to help us benefit. We only take, you know, and so this sort of combines all that. And what happened is the relationships that were built built by going so deeply then translate into professional relationships. So when you know someone in their soul, you really want to work with them. We got written up in the Hollywood Reporter as the anti-networking networking event in Hollywood because people spent this weekends together going at the end, going, I don't know what you do, but like, what do you do? Uh, you have a Warner Brothers uh, 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 email? Like, I work for Pixar. Like, how can we work together? Because I don't oh, yeah. know who you are and I'm going to connect you and, and we're going to work together. So it's exponential watching this but the, the underlying theme is resilience and powering through and going. Oh, back. that's and fantastic. So how you can get to us is we are. Yeah, we, that's my next question. We are Camp Powerment, uh, C-A-M-P-O-W-E-R, emphasis on the power, C-A-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T. We're camppowerment.com. That's where you can see all of the digital offerings and see what we do and how we do it uh, all around the power of fun and games and playtime. Uh, we have um, we have re, uh, classic camp retreats. We have two in the fall. We have one in September in the Poconos uh, and one in November back in Ojai, California. We have a fancy camp in Asheville, North Carolina in uh, the weekend after Mother's Day. And then we have camppowerment.com all year round. We also are doing all of these private custom retreats for groups and organizations that just want to grow learn and connect and bond together. And we do everything. We turn it into this phenomenal weekend that you can't believe can shift you and remind you of how strong you are based on the life experience you had that can get you through whatever challenge is facing you right now. And so Absolutely. we're empowerment on all social media platforms. And, um, and we, we just want to find fabulous people, humans who want to grow and learn and connect in the power of the community together. 
that awesome. I, yes, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to absolutely do the, the monthly thing. If you had to leave us with like one really cool thing that you've learned, what would it be? You were put here for a reason. Uh-huh. Cultivate that. Take the time to think about your pioma. That's that pull it out of my ass thing. What do you know that your friends and your people come to you for that you spend a lot of time dishing out and sharing with others because of your expertise, whatever it is that you don't have to Google because you know inherently your intuition tells you, chase it, follow it, tackle it, and go share it. That is what we are about at Camp Paramount. We want to help. Our purpose is to help you find your purpose. And once you find your purpose and figure out how you can share it with the world, your life is rich and full. And if you, and I just want to say that the world is waiting for you. What the hell are you waiting for, people? <laughs> and that's what you've done. And don't You're forget play. exactly playtime. That's the other playtime. thing. Playtime. Don't meet your friends for coffee. Go meet them for at a miniature golf course or go outside, go jump on trampolines. Just go do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do. You don't need another cup of coffee and you don't need another salad for lunch. Get outside and play and let go. So good. And you're doing exactly that. Yeah. You live, you live what you speak. I love that. Thank you so much for your time today, Tammy. This has been fabulous. I've loved getting to know you. And I'm really excited for you and Camp Powerment. And I'm excited for all the second winders to, to explore all these options for them because you offer it all. And don't $39 a month, yeah. that's right. a deal. It really is. And don't let fear of fail- failure stop you. We're all going to fail, but we fail up. If I looked at my life, if I looked back on my life and where I fell and how I realized I had two kids, I was a single mom, I had to get up not just for myself, but I now recognize that, and all of us do, with age comes wisdom. And if you can take what you know and share it with the world, maybe the world could actually be a better place. You can't without us. So we got to get out there, figure out who you are and go share it. Yes. That, preach the second wind. Yes. Yeah. We all have a second wind. Go live it. Go live it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Tammy, thank you so much. And until, and until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.